listen to this message, you will be challenged and encouraged through God's Word. Here at Heartsease Family Life Church, it has always been our desire to see people's lives totally impacted and changed. His Word promises to accomplish that. For more information in regards to our church, you can call us at 225-274-1607 or visit us on the web at www.hflc.us. We look forward to hearing from you. Be blessed now as you listen to God's Word. tonight. I like to do different things. When you came in tonight, you should have got a little piece of paper or a card. Don't worry if you didn't get one. We'll give one out to you when you need it. You don't really need it right now in the service, but you're going to need it later in the service. If you want to take notes right now, just leave space for later. That's all I'm going to say. But I'm really excited about our keep calm and carry on. Come on, say that with me. Keep calm and carry on. Really excited about this series because we're talking about not only living with hope in our lives, we've got to have hope and it's important and we find that through Christ, but not only is it living with hope in our life, but making a change and God enabling us to make the changes that's going to bring greater hope to our lives. We've used this illustration so many times, but I can pray. I can hope that God's going to change my marriage, but if I'm still treating my wife like dirt, if I'm still having a stinking attitude, guess what? Yeah, God can change that, but what needs to happen? I need to change. So we can hope and hope and hope, but we're going to change and allow God to work in our lives. Miss Denise blew out of the water last week. She was phenomenal, a workshop. So for every Wednesday of this month, we're going to do more of a workshop type of setting. I'm excited next week, Mr. Dan's going to be doing a workshop on finance. I'm excited the Wednesday after, Wayne Austin, Pastor Wayne Austin of Healing Place Church is going to come and he's going to do a workshop on marriage for us. It's going to be phenomenal. He's going to have a a 30-minute, 40-minute lecture and then Q&A time and just different things. And we're just really trying to educate you. I like what... Tamara said the other week, she said, you know what, Pastor, I love my church for this reason. She said, you educate us and give us things that help us when we go out the doors. And that's what we want to do. Yes, we want to bless you and give you what you need spiritually, but we, want to, we also believe that the Word of God can affect your life practically and can help you in your conversations, in your life, in the interactions with your spouse, your children. It affects and impacts every area of your life. So tonight I want to call about Soap It is the title of my message. Are you ready? Soap It. S-O-A-P, Soap It. On Sunday morning, we presented something so vital to you. And I've got to be careful how I go here because when I start talking about church, I'm going to get super excited. And the tendency is I want to stay there for 30 minutes and talk about church because I'm passionate about church. I love church. I was brought up in church. You know, we were in church Sunday morning, Sunday night. Our church services lasted a whole lot longer than what they do now. We used to get to church at 6 o'clock. And I'm telling you right now, church wouldn't be finished till 10, 10.30 every Sunday. And that's how we were brought up. And we were forced to nap on Sundays because we had to go to church late Sunday nights. You know, when you're a kid, you hated to nap. Now you're an adult. You love to have a Sunday afternoon nap. 
But we talked about how we believe the house, God's house, His house, church, is vitally important for your life. We presented to you truths. We presented to you so you could come to your own conclusion. We didn't stick church down your throat, but we said, here's what we believe and see will benefit your life as a result of being in the house of God. And one of the key things that we discovered was this. We don't want to just go to church. A lot of people say, I go to church. Yes, we are here because we went or we go to church. We're here. But we're more than just a church goer. We want to be a church beer. Come on. We want to be the church. I know that kind of sounds kind of big headed. I'm the church. But that's what God wants us to be. Because if we just go, then we develop a consumer mindset. A consumer is someone who wants to take from everyone, looking for opportunities just to take whatever they can. And thank God you can come to church and you can take great things. But how much more powerful would church be if every one of us came to give something? If every one of us came to bring something and give to God. And that's what we realize. And we realize Sunday that every one of us has something to bring. Our uniqueness is with a purpose. God didn't make a mistake. He gave us gifts, talents and abilities for a purpose. And that's to serve him, to use those gifts in the house to make his name great again. So we want you to come. But we, don't, we want you also to be engaged in what church has, because if you don't come, then we miss you. And the church suffers as a result of you not being here. So that's what we talked about Sunday. The scripture we used is Romans 10 verse 17. Romans 10 17 says, So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Church is the place we come to where we can hear God's word. Well, pastor, I can hear God's word in my car. I can do this and do that. You know, it's great to come into church because you're almost free from distractions. Get away from your hustle and the bustle of life and you can come in. It's like a sanctuary. It's a safe haven. It's a place. Has anyone ever stepped through the doors and just kind of gone, oh, because you can just feel it. You just know it. I know Kristen tonight. I said, how are you doing? She says, I am better because I am here at church. She had one of those huh, moments. And I'm so thankful that church can be that where we can come and we can hear the word of God through preaching and teaching. And what happens? It builds our faith. It builds our belief. It builds our relationship with God. But I believe there's a really Another vitally important thing that you and I need to do in our lives. Love church. We need to be in church. But I want to give you something else that I really believe is vitally important. And on Instagram and Facebook tonight, I label it as, come on, we're going to have an old-fashioned Bible study. Bring your Bible tonight. A lot of people don't bring their Bible to church. I hope you brought your Bible to church tonight. Because we're going to talk about reading God's Word. Come on, say that with me. Reading Reading God's Word. Do you realize that the Bible is a love letter that God has written to you? It's so personal, the Word of God. You know, anything that you are facing in life, I'm telling you right now, the answer can be found in the Word of God. It's not a history book of past tense experiences. It's alive still today, and we'll read that scripture later today in, in, in Hebrews. But you know what? It's a love letter. Some other, some other people have called it a manual. If you want to know how to build something, do something, you refer to the manual. Well, most guys don't, but anyway, there is a manual out there. And you can refer to it, and the Bible has everything that we need. If you want to be a better parent, guess what? Read the Word. 
If you want to be better with your finances, read the Word of God. If you want to have a better marriage, read the Word of God. If you want to have better work ethics, read the Word of God. If your behavior and your lifestyle needs to increase and be better, read the Word of God. Everything and anything that you can ever need, you can find in the Word of God. Oh, it's boring. It's boring because you're going to it with the wrong attitude. If you go with it and say, God, would you show me something from your word today? I'm telling you, it will become alive to you and you will have a love for God's word. I want to ask you a few questions tonight. And here's the questions I'm going to ask. And I'm asking for every one of you to be totally honest because after all, you are in church. It's a good place to be honest. Good, good place to be honest. I want to see a show of hands in here of how many of you would say, Pastor, I read the word of God every day. On a consistent basis, I read the Word of God every day. Go and put your hand up. There you go. Great. Put it down. How many would you say, Pastor, I read the Word of God more than three times a week? At least three times, more than three times a week. Great, great. How many of you would say, I read the Bible maybe once or twice a week? Anyone? Okay. How many would say, I really don't read the Bible on a constant, consistent basis? Anyone? Okay. Okay. Great. I appreciate your honesty. I really do. And I pray tonight that that would change because I really believe that we need to be reading the word of God every day. I believe we need the word of God inside of us to guide us and to lead us and to build us. There's a reason why Jesus called it the bread of life. It's to feed us spiritually and to nurture our lives. And so I truly believe wholeheartedly that God's word will produce change in your life. God's word, we're talking a lot about hope and change. And I really believe that God's word will bring that hope and change to your life that you need. So as I said, each Wednesday we want to present a workshop. We're going to do some practical stuff today and we're going to work through some things. And and I'm excited, like I said, for what's going to be happening in the next few weeks. But tonight we're going to teach you a method and a way that I believe will really help you to not only be able to read God's word, but be able to study it and be able to apply it to your life. Thank God for reading God's word. Reading God's word is very important. But you know what? It's not just to say I've read the word of God, but it's also learning to interact with the word of God. Do you realize you can interact with the word of God and you can have the application of it? You can put it to work in your life and it will totally impact your life. It's not just like a book that you read and you may go, oh, that's nice. The word of God is something that you can interact with that it will change you and work with you. But then guess what? It's going to impact your life in such a way as you apply it and begin to live it and become the Word of God. And in order to get the Word of God in you, you've got to first put it in you. You've got to read the Bible. Listen to what the psalmist says in Psalms 119 verse 11. The psalmist said these words, Your word I have hidden in my heart. Think about that. Your word have I hidden. Most of the time when we think of the word hidden, it's like your word I've hidden so bad I can't even find it. That's not what he's talking about, okay? You know, how many times have we perhaps put something away in a really special place because we know it's going to be there. So when we need it, we want to protect it and keep it safe. And then we can't remember where we put it. Anyone else like that? 
You know, Kelly and I laugh about this. It seems like every year about May time, we find a Christmas present for one of the kids that we hid somewhere in a suitcase or in a bag or in something, you know, because you've got to be creative when you've got five kids in the house. You've got to be creative where you hide stuff. And, um, you know, so we find things around. That's not what it means when we're talking about hiding the word of God, that we're putting it, that we can't find it and we don't know where it is. So turn to your neighbor and say, that's not the type of hidden we're talking about. When we're talking about your word, have I hidden in my heart? We're literally meaning this. Think about this. I have strategically placed the word of God in my heart. Think about that. I've strategically placed it in a position that's going to benefit my life. That's what I want you to catch from this. Thy word have I hidden. Thy word have I placed. Come on. I have carefully positioned the word of God in my heart. For what reason? That I might not sin against you. A lot of sins can be avoided in our life. Why? By strategically placing the word of God inside of our lives. But it's not just memorizing Scripture. It's important to memorize Scripture. I believe you should know the Scripture, and I challenge you to do that. But memorizing the Scripture alone won't won't keep you from sin. Okay? So we don't just read it, but it's the application. It's applying it. It's putting God's work or God's Word to work in your life, but it's got to first be in you. So what? It can come out through you. And making it the guide for everything we do. So first we've got to place it there, but then we live it out. See what the psalmist says later in Psalms 119 verse 105. And I'm sure most of you, if not all of you, know this verse. Your word is what? It's a what? Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Your word is what? Your word's for my life right now. Your word's a lamp unto my feet. Right where I'm at right now, your word is for me right now. It will sustain me and keep me right where I'm at. But aren't you glad it's not just for where you're at? It says also it's a light to my path, where I'm going, where I'm heading. The word of God is going to sustain me and keep me and help me open up doors of opportunities and blessings. I'm telling you, the awesomeness of God's word is incredible. And that's why we need to read it. We need to read God's word. And tonight we're going to soap it. Say with me, soap it. Soap it. And here is a real simple method that I really believe will change how you read the Word of God. Are you ready? Soap. Here it is. S stands for Scripture. It's on the top of your notes. Okay? S stands for Scripture. O stands for observation. A stands for application. And P stands for prayer. I want you to read the Word of God and soap it every day. First, look at the Scripture. What is it it says? What is the Scripture? Whatever passage you're reading, maybe it's something or where you're at or a passage that God has laid upon your life. Here's what I would recommend you all to start developing and doing. It would really help you. I really believe this. Write down that Scripture. It's four or five verses. Write down that scripture. You know why it helps to journal? You know why it helps to write things down? Because it kind of slows everything down. We've got the tendency when we read the scripture just to blah, 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 blah. Especially when we get to a familiar verse, we just kind of rattle it off and we almost go to the next because we've got that, done that. 
We've got to watch sometimes that we can miss important truths. I know there's verses that I've read probably hundreds of times, but one day, bam, it will just hit me like I've never read it before. And it will just hit something in my life. So think about the scripture. Here's what I encourage you to maybe do. Take a couple of verses maybe every day and just write those verses down and just begin to read through them. Just begin to look for it. And then the next thing to do is you begin to observe it, the observation of it. What do you see in that verse? What do you see in the verses that you are reading? Who is the audience? Is there repetition of words? What words maybe stand out for you in that verse? And really, the observation is this. When you look at it, say who, what, when, where, how, and why? Look at that verse or that passage of Scripture and ask yourselves those questions. What has been said? To who is it being said? Why is it being said? How will it make a difference? Why will it make it? Begin to observe, have observation for what you're reading. Then the next part is awesome. It's application. A is for application. And this is when God's word becomes personal just to you. What is God saying to me today through these verses? How can I apply what I have just read to my own personal life? What changes do I need to make in my life? Is there action that I need to take or make in my life? So we read the scripture, maybe write it down. We observe the what, when, how, why's, what has it been said? And then we say, okay, how can I take that and how does it fit my life? And really, the problem we have many times is when we say to the Word of God, how do you fit my life? Because God's Word is never meant to fit your life. Your life fits into the Word of God. Come on, let me say that one more time. We make it fit in us. And the problem is when we make it fit us, we can take stuff out of context. We can pick and choose what we want. Don't like that. Like that. Works great for me. It's never about suiting your life, but it's your life becoming more Christ-like. It's your life fitting into God's word. So how can it apply? What's the application for my life? And maybe just as important as all of those, And maybe the most important is the last part, to pray. God, I just pray right now, God. You know, I pray that you would just help me. And here's the beauty. When you begin to pray what you have just read, you are praying God's word back to him. If he is revealing something to you during this time, pray about it. Confess if he has revealed some sin in your life. Ask God, God, that's me. And God, I'm sorry. Would you help me? Would you change my life? Now, I know for some of you, you may turn around and say, come on, Pastor Philip, I don't even read the Bible. So how am I going to have time to sit down, write it down, to observe it, to apply it, and then to pray about it? I want to tell you right now, you do have the time. You do have the time. It's just a case of you reprioritizing your time. Look at the time you waste every day. What about this? What about a challenge for some of you today? What about instead of all the time you spend on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, what about if you took all that time and you may say, well, I only check my phone a couple of times. Even if you're on it five minutes at a time, five, six, ten times a day, guess what? That's nearly an hour that you have 
wasted on what? What other people are doing and it's not even going to impact and change your life. Come on now, I'm not, I'm not being ugly. I think Facebook, Instagram is a great media. It's great if you use it properly, but it can consume your life. It can consume you. What if you took that time and said, instead, I'm just going to find a verse and I'm going to write it down. I'm going to observe it. I'm going to apply it. And I'm going to pray about it in my life. And I'm telling you right now, it really, really will change your life. As I said earlier, Jesus said the word of God is the bread of life. Think naturally, if you went without food for a few days, you would be struggling. Come on, you'd be struggling. You'd be mean. You'd be ugly to people. You'd be unkind. And they'd say, girl, what's wrong with you? Boy, what's wrong with you? Well, I haven't eaten. Well, maybe that's the problem why you've been ugly and unkind to your husband because you haven't eaten the word. Come on. Maybe your life is not where you need to be because you're malnutrition. You got, you got malnutrition because you are not feasting and eating on the word on a daily basis. And remember this. The word of God is not just going to impact you spiritually. The word of God is going to impact you physically, emotionally, financially. It's going to impact you in any alley that you want. Come on, financially, emotionally. It's going to work in your life because it affects and touches every part of your life. So tonight I want to give you an example. I just want to give you an example of soaping a scripture. And um, I want you to learn from this because what we're going to do after this, we're going to pair up And we're going to soap a scripture together. We're going to work together because I just want to give you some practical work in this. So we're going to soap a scripture together right now. Okay. And here it is. It's Colossians 1 verse 5 through 8. Okay. Colossians 1 verse 5 through 8. I'm going to read it out and we're just going to soap it together. Okay. So here's our scripture that we're writing out. Just taking time to slow down. Just to read it. So I want you to read it and I want you to begin to think about the observation part of it. Don't worry about the application and prayer yet. But as we're reading through this, just begin to think of the observation, okay? Because of the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, of which you heard before in the world of the truth of the gospel, which has come to you as it has also in all the world, And it brings forth fruit and it also is amongst you since the day that you heard it and knew the grace of God in truth. As you also learned from Ephras, our dear fellow servant, who is a faithful minister of Christ on your behalf, who also declared to us your love in the spirit. How many people would say that you would probably read a scripture like that and turn around and be glad that you would get to another verse? Because uh, really, not a lot really for you at first. You would kind of look at that and say, man, what was all of that about? But I'm telling you, we can miss so many important truths right here by just having that mentality. I want to begin to observe some stuff. That was the scripture. We're going to leave it up there. I want to begin to do some observation. Let's look at who, what, when, why, what's been said, by whom, to what, and all these kind of things. So here's some observations that I've made. And and I like it helps me many times to do bullet references, you know, like bullet points just to put down so you can list them down and see. Okay, so here's some observations that I made from that passage of Scripture. They may be different to you. There may be more that you see. There's more I could have pulled out for for the sake of time. 
are limited only to 95, okay? Only plan, only plan, just making sure you're awake, making sure you're awake, okay? So here's my first bullet point, are you ready? What we've just read right there is this, there's hope for my life that is laid up in heaven, okay? So there's great hope for my life that I still haven't seen, but is to come in my life, okay? So that's one of the things that I've observed. Here's another observation. I've discovered that I get hope through God's Word. Come on, it's God's Word, His Gospel that brings me hope. What does it say? Laid up in heaven of which you heard before the Word of truth of the Gospel. So what do we just see? I discover hope through what? God's Word. The truth of God's Word. Okay? Here's another observation that I see is this. The Gospel is God's word of truth. That's what it says in there. The gospel is God's word of truth. Here's another observation. The gospel is continually bearing fruit. Since, you, since the day you heard it, it's bringing forth fruit. Since the first day, and it's going to continue. The gospel is bearing fruit. And here's something really great. A great observation is this. It takes one person to change a whole community. Why? What what do we see? We learn from Ephesus. He was the one that taught all these people the truth of God's word and the hope that we can find through the gospel of Christ was taught by one man and it impacted a community. So what have we learned? One person can make a massive difference. Okay? So that's just a few observations there and there's probably more we could pull from that but can you see how just stopping and looking at it all of a sudden we're seeing the scripture in a different light that things that we maybe missed and we didn't reference and we didn't see now we can see so that's the observation now it's the application are you ready for this so what can I take from those observations that I can apply to my life Well, here's my first application is this. If God's word is the truth, then surely it's important that I know the word of God. So the application for my life is I need to know the word of God greater in my life. I need to have a new desire for the word of God like I've never had it before. Okay? Here's another application is this. I may not have all my answers here And now, because my hope is laid up in heaven, so I may not have all my answers to everything I want here and now. But guess what? No matter what, I've got to keep trusting God. I've got to keep my focus on God because He's my hope. He's my refuge. He's my strength. Circumstances and situations want to tear me down. And I may not have all the answers right now, but I can trust in God. And that's the only answer really I need in my life. To trust in God. Here's another application that I think is really important. How it's my responsibility to tell other people. If one man can change a community, I can change a community. God help me touch the people who I sit beside and and work with and who I'm around. It's God's job. it's, It's my job to spread the gospel. But it's God's job to bring the harvest. But it's my responsibility to sow the seeds. God's the one that's going to grow it. God's the one that's going to produce the fruit. But I've got to be the one that shares that. If God could use one man 
Why could God not use me? See, these are the applications. And there's maybe more applications that you can see because you may be seeing that. And God's word is showing you that scripture in a different light because that's the beauty of a living word. You may see it different and God may speak to you in a different way because it's a different part or area of your life that he's ministering to. But that's the application of it. Now, here's the prayer. Are you ready? Here's my prayer that I wrote down from my observation through the scripture and my application. My prayer is this. God Help me to never lose hope for my life. I may not have it all here on earth, but one day I'll have it all when I see you. And when I get there, it's going to be worth it all. God, help me to have a new love for your word that won't only change my life, but you'll use me to change other people's lives. Help me to never quit, but to spread your truth, to sow the seeds and then trust you for the harvest. God, use me today to make an eternal difference in the life of others. Amen. There was a lot that we could learn from that scripture that we could have so easily just read it and just moved on. And that's why it's so important in your life. And how powerful can that be? Four simple verses right there that would have taken us maybe 30 seconds just to read through, but yet we could have missed so much because we were trying to read so much and get so much. You know what? Here's what I want to tell every one of you. It's the consistency of reading the Word of God that's the most important. And here's what else is this. It's not the quantity, but I believe the quality. Well, God, I read 10 chapters today. Well, that's awesome. Well, tell me what you read. Well, I read Genesis 20 through 30. Well, what did you read? Well, just about the children of Israel. Well, what about the children of Israel? Well, you know, they were in slavery. They were in bondage. They were this. Okay, well, what about it? Well, I don't know. Um, I'm going to finish the story tomorrow. So I guess, how much better would it be for us just to take bite size and say, I read five verses, but let me tell you something, man, it's so impacted my life. And here's something I think is really great, that if you do that in the morning, here's the challenge. God, I want to put that scripture to work today in my life. If if God's telling you to share love with someone, God, today I'm going to share love. I'm I'm going to do that today. See the application and the prayer. I'm telling you, it's so powerful. So, so powerful. And I just want to encourage you, you know, you can maybe start with a couple of verses a day, but you're going to begin to read more and more because you're going to fall in love with the Word of God and you're just going to want more and more and more. So we want to soap it. We want to soap the Word of God. So here's what I want to do. We've got about... We would like to thank you for listening to this message today. We pray that your life has been challenged by what you've heard, but we also know it will be changed as you put God's Word into effect. At Heartseas Family Life Church, our doors are always open to help. If you need any more information or just a friend to listen, we are here. Call us at 225-274-1607 or email us at pastorp at hflc.us. Remember, put God first in your life and everything you do will prosper. We look forward to seeing you soon. God bless.